I'm sharing a few archive episodes over the next few days about how pressure comes to prepare us. My friends, the pressure we're in right now is nothing like what is coming. So what I shared back several months ago in this series is still so very fresh and current and necessary. So while I am here in Germany, and this is August of 2023, these are messages from back in October 2022. And yet here I am still preparing a people, making ready a people, working with people. Oh, how God loves his people. But he's getting them ready, taking them into places when they are willing to go, right, that we think, I would never want to go into these places. I would never want to step into the unknown, right? So we do everything we can in our lives to try to avoid pain and pressure. And yet, pain can be a great teacher and pressure can prepare us for things to come. Don't continue to avoid things that God, literally by his goodness, can harness and cause them to serve his great purposes in you as he gets you ready to move with him. I'm reminding you again today of Zechariah 2.13. In the Message Bible it says, Quiet, shh, silence before God. Something's afoot in God's holy house. God is on the move. Let's stay with him, my friends, and I hope that these episodes uh, that we're bringing back, that they will be of current encouragement to you in a very fresh and powerful way. Love you all. Welcome to Tent Talk, the podcast with Nancy McCready, where we talk about life under the big tent of God's presence and the provoking process of discipleship. Here we go. Hey everybody, welcome to Tent Talk. This is Nancy McCready. Today's episode causes you to look at the difference between living by the command of your father and the demand of others. This is a distinction that must come if you're going to finish your race. Take a listen. I hope it encourages you to go deeper with him and connect more with me. All right, let's see if I can make this make any sense whatsoever. I'm used to doing this when I'm with people in person. But I want you to know that you are meant to live by the command of God, not the demand of others. So let's just say, for instance, that you obviously want your spouse to love you. You want your children to love you. You want colleagues, friends others to respect you. Now remember, it's God's idea that we treat each other well. This is his entire way of life, is that we treat each other with a value that has come first and foremost from him. And then because we've received the love and value of God, we then pass that on to others. We pay it forward we realize we have freely received and now it's time to freely give. That is by the command 
of God. Love one another. Love as I have loved you. That's a command to you. So let's say it's you and you are commanded to love and honor, uh, respect your spouse. You're commanded to uh, instruct your children, right? There are commands to you. Now, I want you to understand that this word command is really, really and truly is not just a uh, directive, um, you know, from a, a higher up officer uh, that will come and put force on you. I want you to understand that the command is really inside of it. If you could hear the watermark message inside of every command, what it is, is an invitation from God to come and live like him. He's saying, this is how I live. Now I command you now live like me. So he's given you love. And he says, now that I have loved you, he commands and says, now you can love me with that same love, love yourself with the love that I've given you. And now pass that love on to others. That's the command. It's not figure it out, you know, you know, come up with your own love, you know, try to just drag it up from, you know, your deepest inner parts. No, he says, I'm the source of all of it. I'm the source of life and the source of love. And therefore I'm the source of the command, which is first, he says, now love me and love yourself and now love your neighbor the same way that you love yourself. And here's where it gets into trouble is when we spend our time demanding from others to love us, or we are allowing others to put demands on us. So if everyone would begin to follow the command of God to them, all right, do you see how then it would shift into the mutual? This is where you get in Ephesians 5 between husbands and wives, it is mutual submission to one another. Did you know there's like a hundred one another scriptures in the New Testament? And the whole context of it is, is that we live in a mutual submission. You know that there is something off kilter that's not of God when it is always one direction. And it's only Wives love your husbands, children obey your parents, you know, slaves obey your master. Well, guess what? The one with the greater authority, if you want to be the one with greater authority, the one with greater authority has the greater responsibility. All right. So if I, as a born again believer, as a son uh, to God who has received, see, I have then the greater authority than any quote sinner or unbeliever or anything like that. So I'm not sitting around demanding that they respect me and appreciate all that I do. No, I'm just simply going to follow the command of my father to come and live like him, which is always first. I must receive myself and then I shall freely give according to God's kind of submission, God's kind of love, all right, which is nothing like human love and human submission. So we cannot go around living by demand. 
For more information on Nancy, please visit nancymccrady.com or follow her on social media at nbmccrady. When someone says, you must submit, okay? No, I, I am not obligated to submit because you say so. But I am commanded by my Father to submit to Him, and then I'll be submitting to you as one who is submitted to Him. But you aren't going to get that submission by your demand or your abuse. The kingdom of God doesn't work that way. We live out of our freedom. So I want you to hear me very, very clearly today. Somebody needs this today. Now, there is far more to this, but this is a short podcast. <laughs> please know, please know, there is far more to this. When God brings someone into the wine press to put love in right order, to put the person in right order according to him, that is never going to have you bowing and scraping and doormatting with other human beings. If God asks you to do something, it's going to be completely out of your freedom that you choose to do it. You are a slave to no one in the human sense. You are no one's doormat. Okay? And there are sufferings and endurings that are involved if we live as Christ, but they will never be stupid, senseless, satanic sufferings and endurings. You will never see Jesus bowing and scraping to people. What you see is his deep submission to the Father. Therefore, anything that happened, even when he stood with Pontius Pilate, he basically said, uh, the only reason you can do to me what you're doing is because my Father above has called for it. I mean, you talk about a power statement. So you might want to see how Jesus lived by command, by oneness with the Father. That's what really dictated, if you will, all of his interactions with people. And they were many and varied and very interesting. There was no formula and so I want you to be encouraged today, live by the command of your father. But you need to investigate what that means. Maybe I'll spend a little bit more time on that in other episodes to come. Not as a series, might not be the next one, but, you know, because this is so important. Because if you live by the demand of others, or you're going around demanding of other people that they love and honor and respect you, that's not yours to do. If people aren't going to freely love you, why are you really wanting to engage in something where you have to demand it? God does not call us to live that way. But this is something that we learn deeply as we break off the old and we step into the new. All right, so I hope this has encouraged you today. I hope it gives you some food for thought. I want you to live by the full-out command of the Father. We have been invited into have the privilege of being his sons and living his way of life, to be an expression of him. Do not remain bitter and under the demand of your own stuff or anybody else's, but let's let God raise us and mature us in this true work of really um, intense, wonderful discipleship. And let's learn his way of life directly from him and from those who have gone before us. That's what discipleship is. So if I can be of any help to you in this, I hope I'll hear from you.
All right. Love you all. Talk to you soon. If you'd like information on how to book Nancy McCready for an event or speaking engagement, visit nancymccready.com.